As you consider a seminary, you've probably jumped from website to website, poring over programs, cost, location, and faculty. One thing you may not look at or even think about is the question of accreditation. You may not even know what accreditation is. Today we will discuss what accreditation is, whether earning an accredited or unaccredited degree is better, and whether or not it should be important to you as you make a decision on a seminary. As we approach the question of accreditation, let me define what accreditation is. So accreditation means that an institution is chosen voluntarily to be regularly assessed by an independent agency which reviews the institution's quality of education, faculty, facilities, student success, and a number of other factors. Let me also dispel the misnomer from the beginning that accredited means better and that unaccredited means worse. That's not always the case. First, let's consider unaccredited institutions. Most often, unaccredited seminaries, specifically what we're talking about here, are much like an institute that is run by a church. The students are many times members of that church or members of churches in the area. These institutes may even have a correspondence component that allows students to take courses by mail or even take some online. These smaller institutes can benefit the student with small class sizes and more personal attention. And usually, but not always, unaccredited seminaries are much cheaper when it comes to cost. One thing to keep in mind is that the small church institute model is not the only one found among unaccredited seminaries. Even some very large colleges, both secular and Christian, have chosen not to seek accreditation. And honestly, this just comes down to a decision by the institution, and they have their own reasons. There can be some drawbacks to earning a degree from an unaccredited seminary. One of the biggest difficulties is transfer credits. If you try to transfer your unaccredited seminary credits to an accredited seminary, that seminary may not accept them. This means you may have to start the program over, meaning you've lost both time and money. You may have an issue applying for an advanced degree at an accredited institution with a degree from an unaccredited institution. You also should consider what you plan to do with your degree, like if you plan to teach at the college or seminary level. If the college or seminary you plan to teach at is accredited, the accrediting body requires that the faculty have accredited degrees. So let me give you an illustration. Let's use Bob as an example. Bob earns a Master of Divinity from his church's unaccredited seminary. He ultimately wants to teach in a seminary which he knows is accredited, so he needs an accredited doctorate degree like a Ph.D. or a D-Men, a doctor of ministry. When he attempts to apply for the doctoral program, he finds out that his unaccredited Master of Divinity is not adequate to be accepted into the program. He must go back and complete an accredited Master of Divinity degree before he can apply for the doctorate. And that's just an example, but keep in mind, if you start earning unaccredited degrees, you most likely will have to stay with unaccredited degrees. Now, I'm not downplaying the value of an unaccredited degree because I know many men who have benefited from earning degrees from an unaccredited institution. Many of them that I've talked to were challenged by their time studying God's Word, and it was a great benefit to them. But another drawback of an unaccredited degree is that some unaccredited institutions are considered degree mills. Now, 
I do not want to use this term loosely because some people take an extreme stance that all unaccredited seminaries are degree mills. That simply is not true. A degree mill is a college or a seminary that has little or no academic rigor or requirements and really only requires you to pay a fee with doing little work in order to receive your degree. Sadly, these degree mills have given unaccredited institutions a bad name. Now, believe it or not, you can find it on the Internet. There are institutions that call themselves a seminary that all you have to do is go online, get on their PayPal, make a donation, and they will send you a Ph.D. in the mail. You heard it right. Make a donation. Get the degree in the mail. So, this brings up the ultimate question. It's a question of intent. Why are you wanting to earn your degree in the first place? By the way, you need to start here from the beginning with any degree you're considering earning. Why are you wanting to earn your degree in the first place? If you just want to be called doctor, then the pay for a Ph.D. option may be right for you. But I doubt that's why you listen to this podcast, and I doubt that's why you're working this hard on your degree. You need to decide why you want the degree. Now let's move on to accredited seminaries. When it comes to accreditation, there's a big debate over national accreditation and regional accreditation. Regional accreditation has been around longer. Many feel it's more rigorous. Common regional accrediting agency among colleges you may know is SACS, the Southern Association of Colleges and Schools. The accrediting agency that my degree from Crown Seminary is accredited by is TRACS, that's T-R-A-C-S, Transnational Association of Christian Colleges and Schools. Now, I don't intend to delve into the intricacies of regional and national accreditation here, but needless to say, either one puts an academic institution through strict guidelines in order to receive the accreditation. TRACS has been around for over four decades, has done a great job, and it helped my college and seminary. Now, one benefit of an accredited degree is that you can be confident that you're receiving a quality education because there's an independent body that is holding your seminary to a high academic level. In fact, the the gold standard for seminaries is actually ATS, Association of Theological Schools. But at least with tracks accreditation, there's specific criteria that must be met in the areas of institutional objectives, organizational structure, publications, faculty, student services, finances, library, learning resources, facilities, even health and security comes under scrutiny. For instance, so one requirement uh, with tracks, just because I'm familiar with them because that's who accredited where I was working and where my degree is from, one requirement is that a certain percentage of your faculty must have terminal, that's like a doctorate degree, in the field they teach in. Also, if they teach in a certain area, they have to have enough graduate hours in that area to be able to teach in it. So, for instance, when I taught at Crown College of the Bible, I mainly taught BI, that was Bible, and CM, that's Christian Ministry Courses, because the type of courses that I had enough seminary hours in, because of my degree, were those. So I could not teach MA courses, that was math courses, or SC courses, those were science courses, because I didn't have the academic hours in that field. I didn't have academic math hours and seminary hours. I didn't have science hours in seminary. But accreditation also helps keep programs balanced, making sure they have a, significant, a sufficient number of general education core and an appropriate number of hours specific to that field. 
So the accrediting agency is helping the seminary make sure you've got the general education hours, you're getting enough in all of your, your specific field, but then all the other disciplines that go into that. Accreditation does have to be renewed regularly, and assessment is ongoing at an accredited seminary. It ultimately comes down to an institution deciding whether or not the time, the effort, and the resources are worth it for them. Now, I currently teach online courses for Crown College, and I want to continue sharpening my skills. I cannot currently teach at the seminary level because I only have a Master of Divinity degree. I would need a doctorate degree to teach in a seminary. So, this fall, I'm beginning my studies at Luther Rice Seminary to earn my Doctor of Ministry degree. They're accredited by tracks. And this is where the accredited degree comes into play. To teach at an accredited institution, I need an accredited degree. It comes down to intent. Now, keep in mind, you don't know what the Lord might have for you. But you want to put yourself into the position that if a door of opportunity were to open up, you could step through it. And putting in the extra time, extra money, and extra effort to earn an accredited degree now may be the way to go to properly prepare yourself for what God may have for you. I hope this episode has helped to shed some light on the subject of accreditation. I know that many of you out there are making decisions even now about the next step in your education. This issue is important to consider as you move ahead. Thank you for joining me today. If you haven't already, please subscribe so you get notified every time a new episode is launched. And please take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts. Share today's episode with someone who would find it helpful. You can find me on Twitter at Mark McElreath Jr. And please send me your episode ideas or any feedback you might have to theseminarypodcast at gmail.com. I'm your host, Mark McElreath. And remember, nothing will ever take the place of learning from the Lord Jesus Christ. He calls out, learn of me. And there's an open invitation to that classroom for all of us.